0: Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one glorious page of Talmud, a day I can never pronounce the very complicated name of today's esteemed guest, but he is still my dear friend, and yours, our teacher, David, David, Dovid, (laughs) Bishavkin. Hello, my friend.
1: The best way, if we have learned anything from Talmud, is to just kind of fulfill all the opinions and I think you just nailed it now with my first name and I appreciate that very Talmudic of you no
0: problem at all Dave so uh Rabbi Bashevkin all
1: joking aside
0: reading today's page I came across a passage that struck me as too rich and too wonderful to comprehend and also as having to do with that field of Sin and transgression and thought—that is really your subject of world widely acknowledged expertise. Let me read it to you, and and then help us make sense of it. Here goes: The Gamara asks, "With regard to what principle do they disagree?" The Gamara answers: Rabbi Yehuda Hanassi holds, "It is preferable to a chaver." that he commit a minor transgression, namely separating tithes from produce that is not adjacent to the produce they seek to exempt, so that an Am Ha'aretz will not commit the major transgression of eating tevel on his account. And Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel holds, it is preferable to a Chavir that an Am Ha'aretz commit a major transgression, and that he himself not commit even a minor transgression. So without going into the intricacies of the very particular Sugiyoto questions that are being discussed here. I gather that what we're talking here is whether or not it is permissible for you to commit a minor sin so that your friend who may not know as much or may not be as aware not commit a far larger sin, or is it the opposite? Am I correct?
1: You are partially correct, and I want to totally reject out of hand your um, petition not to get into Talmudic intricacies, which you know is nearly impossible for me. Um, <laughs> I could I'm try. Sorry about that, but this is actually fascinating because I think this is a a callback. A. A throwback Thursday, if you will, to an earlier Talmudic discussion that we had probably six months ago. Because six months ago on this very podcast, between me and you, we discussed a passage in Tractate Shabbat. Remember that? Those were good times uh, before you needed a protractor and detailed knowledge of geometry to get through the page. And we spoke about the question which the Talmud said almost blankly that we never tell anybody to violate a small commandment in order to help their fellow friend. Right. The Talmud said in Hebrew, it says, right. meaning the Talmud took it for granted that do we ever tell somebody to sin in order to help their friend? And if you go back all the way over there to Shabbat 4a, which is where we had this discussion, it seems to contradict that one of the opinions over here who does say in this circumstance somebody who has produce that hasn't been properly prepared should in fact violate the law in order to help his lesser-educated friend eat from it. And how do you square those two together? I thought we never tell somebody to do that. And if you look on that page, and again... This is totally in violation of the 2020 Talmudic intricacies peace accord that we just tried to broker about 10 minutes ago, 5 minutes ago, 30 seconds ago. But whatever it is... The distinction that the Tosfos on the page in Shabbos say, which is the great medieval commentators from Europe, they say that the main distinction is whether or not you are responsible for that transgression of your friend. Meaning normally we don't say to take one for the team. There's a certain ethic of everybody's own religious discipline and values are their own responsibility, and I'm not going to go out of the way and violate, diminish, um, change, evolve my own religious ideals just because somebody else is in a pickle. Th- there's a certain sense of ownership over there. And that's what the Gemara in Shabbos, the Talmud in Shabbos on 4a was saying. But over here, the distinction is, is that It was really this person's responsibility to fix and prepare the produce properly, and they were negligent with that responsibility, and now somebody who's not as well-educated is stuck in this bind because they're about to eat it, and they're going to violate a big giant sin – So instead of doing that, because this person is responsible for the quandary um, on our page that we're discussing, we do in fact tell them that even though normally we don't take one for the team and violate a prohibition for somebody else – In this case, we do take one for the team. And I think it gets back to that question of personal responsibility, that in normal circumstances, you are responsible for your religious ideals and your religious practice, and we don't go around like uh, detectives figuring out, well, are you doing it the way you should be doing it, and let me take one for my team and give you some of my points so everybody's equal. There's a very individual relationship that we're cultivating with our religious ideals. But when you yourself are responsible for somebody else's Torah problem or religious ideals, that they're violating something due to something that you should have done in your hands. In that case, personal responsibility trumps your own relationship with your religious ideals.
0: And what a lesson that is for any time, but I think this particular moment in
1: history, you know, especially. I cannot thank you enough. And I think that this is the moment that we're in, The moment of of negotiating between kind of that collective religious ideals or collective ideals that we deal with and people who don't reach those ideals maybe in the way that we conceive of them or we would want them to and that's exactly what these passages are negotiating between
0: amen to that rabbi beshevkin as always thank you for being our guest
1: an absolute pleasure
0: This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Fiomi. I'm your host, Leah Libowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon.